This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome back, everyone, to the latest edition of Chargers Lately. I am your host, Michael Peterson, and today uh, this podcast is going to be a compilation of my instant reactions to each of the Chargers picks on day three of the NFL draft. Uh, this one is for the fourth round pick of Joshua Kelly, the running back out of UCLA. Now, this is a little high for me. It, honestly, it's just about one round um, earlier than I expected the Chargers to take a running back. At the time of the pick, Left tackles like Prince Tegawanogo from Auburn were available. Ben Barch from the Division Three school that was really good at this past year's Senior Bowl um, was also still available. As I'm recording this, you know, about 10, 13 picks later, uh, Wanogo is still available. Barch did go to the Jags. Um, but here's the deal. I do not dislike the pick. He's a really good player. He's actually someone I called as a real good fit for the Chargers to potentially take on day three. I mean, this was weeks ago. He's a senior bowl guy, high character. He's a hometown kid. The Chargers did need a bigger running back. He's only 212 pounds at 5'11", so he's bigger than the running backs that the Chargers have on uh, the roster already. I just thought we were talking 220, 230-plus type guys to really be that, that goal line efficiency type player that they needed. Um, so at the combine, ran a 4.49. so he's not slow by any means. I think his game film doesn't look as fast as a 4.49, but... Again, still a good number. He ran a 6.95 three cone, had a 4.28 short shuttle, uh, which both of those are still good. They're not the most fantastic numbers. He's just a solid running back. Second team all conference in 2019, rushed for over 1,000 yards, 12 touchdowns, 
Um, his uh, 18 season was his first year at UCLA. He rushed for 1,243 yards and another 12 touchdowns. Before he was at UCLA for just two years, he spent two years at UC Davis, where he was, again, another prolific running back. I think he had some return duties there as well. Don't think he's fit to be a returner in the NFL, however. So again, the guy is a solid pick. Uh, he runs with strength, tenacity. He doesn't have a lot of wiggle. He will not try to make a lot of guys miss. Um, he will run through people, and he's good at doing the dirty work. So he's good in pass protection, or at least very willing and able. Um, but yes, he's a head down, get as many yards as he can type of running back. And that is, at the end of the day, what the Chargers needed to pick at some point today. So I like the pick. I gave it a C plus in my post on Bolts in the Blue. Uh, I guess at the time, you'll, you'll see it earlier today. Um, just for the reason that I liked it. This would be, if it was like next round, top of the fifth, uh, I would have given it probably a solid B, but due to the fact that who was left on the board, the position of need that it was, and when they took him, it did drop the grade for me um, at the end of it. So C plus for the Josh Kelly pick. I don't mind it. Just thought it was a little early. All right, now we're back to discuss the Chargers' fifth round selection of wide receiver Joe Reed out of the University of Virginia. This pick was met with a lot of positivity, a lot of excitement, because Joe Reed, while he's listed as a wide receiver and he's going to handle probably some kick return duties as well, he was very good at that in college, he is seen more as a offensive utility weapon. And that's the type of player that I was hoping, and, and many others as well, would be added to this offense through this draft. So getting a little snapshot of Joe Reed, he's about six foot one, six foot uh 220, 225 pounds. He ran a 4.47 at the combine with a 38-inch vertical and a 10.3 broad jump. Um, very versatile, like I said, in 2017 as a sophomore with the Cavaliers. He caught 23 passes for 244 yards and two receiving touchdowns. And on the ground, he took 21 handoffs for another 112 yards and a single rushing score. And um, as a junior in 2018, he took a step forward, pardon me, as a step forward as a receiver with 25 catches for 465 yards and seven touchdowns. That year, he was named a third-team All-ACC pick. And as a senior this past season, as, uh, pardon me, in 2019, he was a first-team All-ACC pick with 77 catches for 679 yards and seven touchdowns. In kick returns, he took 24 kicks back for 796 yards and two kickoff returns for a touchdown. Um, looking at some of his other stats while I pulled them up here, just to have a little bit more to talk about. So, um, as a junior, he also took, um, 23, or excuse me, where am I looking at this with this? Oh, he had 26 returns for another 707 yards and one, uh, kickoff return as a junior. And as a junior, he actually set all the school records for career kick return yards and touchdowns. Um, again, super versatile. The guy is going to be used in, in quite a few different ways. And I believe the athletic Daniel Popper has already reported that he will catch passes, he will return kicks, and he may even line up in the backfield as well. I mean, this guy is going to be all over the offense uh, in 2020 and beyond. Um, his kick return yardage that I mentioned earlier from 2019, the 24 uh, bringbacks was 796 and two kickoff returns for touchdowns. It was actually second in the FBS nationally. So the guy, again, versatile. He's physical, yards out of the catch type guy where he, he doesn't have to have a ton of wiggle. He's going to be a guy that will run deep routes to clear room for Williams and Allen. He's going to be a guy who probably runs intermediate to deep crossing routes. And really, instead of having to, again, wiggle any more than you have to, he's just going to be asked to outrun the guy trying to uh, 
catch up to him in man coverage and just like Tyrell, catch the ball in stride and run as fast as you can and maximize the yards given. Uh, looking at some of the video soon after the pick, the guy is strong and physical at the point of attack. He is really good at skying to catch the ball at its highest point, and he will fight like hell to bring it down um, and fight like hell you know, way more than the defender is going to. Um, it, it's That's what I'm looking at on a consistent basis. The guy is good and has a lot of things that you can see will translate well to the NFL. Again, like if he's not going to be able to separate due to elite agility and athleticism, he's going to beat you for the football no matter what. So that's my quick and dirty on the analysis for uh, their fifth round pick, Joe Reed out of the University of Virginia. Uh, Stay tuned. I will get right into the uh, instant reaction for their sixth round pick. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. All right, so the Chargers just got done making their sixth round pick, and this one was a little bit of a surprise. They went with Notre Dame safety Alohi Gilman. Now, that's probably surprising, first and foremost, because they picked a safety, and that's not uh, a position of need that anyone thought of coming into the draft, right? They, they're pretty stacked at safety with Derwin and uh, Rayshon Jenkins, Nasir Adderley, Roger Teamer, undrafted free agent from last year, like, They've got plenty of those people, but they decided to pick up Gilman, who um, is 5'11", about 201 pounds. I mean, he's he's not that big uh, of a defender. But what you guys need to know instantly about Alohi Gilman is that he actually started his career with Navy. In 2015, he played a season with Navy and um, had 76 tackles, five tackles for loss, five pass breakups. And this was as a true freshman. He was really good for the midshipmen. And in 2017, when the military academies announced that all players for the service academies, um, they all had to do at least two years of active military service uh, before they could even pursue pro sports. So if they went all four years, five years at their academies, they would then have to do two more years before ever trying to make it to the NFL or anything like that. So... Um, he decided to transfer to Notre Dame, where he played his final two seasons in 2018 and 19. And he started right away. In 2018, he uh, was one of the top tacklers on the team with 95. He did have three tackles for loss, uh, two interceptions, five pass breakups, and three forced fumbles. And as a senior, uh, he racked up 74 tackles, three tackles for loss, one sack, one interception, three pass breakups, and another three forced fumbles. Now, like I said earlier, he's not that big. You know, 5'11", 200, I think he's just about 200 pounds. And if you watch the Notre Dame film, they use him much more as a box safety, strong safety. He's listed as a free safety, but he was much uh, more utilized as a strong safety coming downhill um, and playing a little bit in the box. So he would be, um, to us, our first thought is, oh, this is like a filler for Adrian Phillips. Obviously, Phillips walked in free agency. He's with the Patriots now, and they need to replace not only maybe a potential guy for the sub-package linebacker, but also on special teams because that's what made Adrian Phillips a first-team All-Pro back in 2018. That's essentially what you're going to get with Gilman. 
Um, he is a good tackler when he's able to put it together. Um, I'm not gonna lie here; he does miss tackles. He is a little uh, overzealous, but he's you know he's a tryhard. That's what one of the Lanzier Lions pros for him was: tryhards every or tries hard on every snap. Yeah, I mean that's what you want from a player. So so you know if it if it stands out that much, then I'm glad to hear it. But he uh, he's going to be a high effort guy. Another Notre Dame person um, didn't play the Senior Bowl or anything like that, but is just such a, a Telesco pick. He loves his Golden Domers from uh, South Bend. So that's kind of a Lohe Gilman. Again, he's going to be probably not a true safety for this team. He's going to be a sub-package type guy and play most of his time with the Chargers on special teams. Just finished up their 2020 haul um, in this year's NFL draft, and they really made a great decision. And it's one that has really pepped up the souls and spirits of Chargers fans after uh, a fairly questionable round six pick. And, uh, you know, for some who aren't totally happy about the draft through and through up to this point, they made up for it with this pick. And with the seventh round pick, the Chargers went and got KJ Hill, a wide receiver out of Ohio State. And that is huge. They got a wide receiver earlier. Fifth round was Joe Reed. But this is more of a true wide receiver, one that can create separation, one that can really fight for that wide receiver three position with the other guys on the roster right now. KJ Hill is awesome. He's about 5'11", 6 foot, um, about 196 pounds, and he is Ohio State's all-time uh, school record holder for receptions in a career. He decided to return to, uh, to school for his senior year um, on the advice from Chris Carter, former Ohio State wide receiver and Vikings legend. Um, and it ended up being really good for him. So he ended up breaking David Boston's all-time record for catches um, as an Ohio State Buckeye. Now, KJ Hill was a four-year contributor. Um, this guy watches, you told Anthony Lynn and um, Daniel Popper and all the beat writers that he's, he's watched a lot of Keenan Allen film, and you can see that in his tape. He didn't run a super fast 40. He was a 4.6. I think he plays faster than that, but it's almost like he doesn't need that elite athleticism, that speed, because he just knows how to set up defenders and he knows how to run his route. So um, this is really, really exciting. A uh, quick rundown on him in his four seasons at Ohio State. Uh, 18 catches for 262 yards and a touchdown as a freshman, right? You know, he, they, they've had a lot of good wide receivers. It wasn't easy for him to win a starting job or a big job out the gate. In 2017, he caught 56 passes for 549 yards and three touchdowns and four starts, but he did play in all 14 games. In 2018, he took a step forward with 70 catches. That is a career high, with also a career high with 80, 885 receiving yards and six touchdowns. That was in 14 games with no starts, and he was an honorable mention Big Ten selection. Uh, honorable mention all Big Ten member, pardon me, uh, that year as a junior. And this last season as a senior, in 2019, he caught 57 balls for 636 yards, but a career-best 10 touchdowns. Those were in nine starts, but he did play in all 14 games. He did earn honorable mention All-Big Ten once more. He was a invitee to the Reese's Senior Bowl, and it helped string this theme that Anthony Lynn and Tom Telesco have with their draft picks. And that's every single draft that Anthony Lynn has been a part of now. So 17, 18, 19, and 20. Um, he has selected at least three participants from the senior bowl because he loves high character. He loves guys who are seniors with a lot of playing experience and everything that comes with being a member of the senior bowl. You do community work, uh, again, high character. You're just a great person. I mean, there's all these things that go into it. Um, and Anthony Lynn has just loved 
those types of players in the past, and he continues with three and their six picks this season. Um, huge. Again, like I said, they needed a wide receiver, and as we were going through the draft today, we were seeing all these receivers get taken, um, you know, picks four, five, six. We're like, there's these certain receivers on the board. How are they not uh, being taken right now? Let's take them, and then the Chargers don't take them. And then finally, their last pick in the draft, we said, all right, our number one target right here should be K.J. Hill. If they get K.J. Hill right here, everything will be amazing. It'll just make the draft. No matter what's happened beforehand, we will all just be elated. And they did it. They actually did it. K.J. Hill was the pick at seven. Absolutely fantastic. I'm super stoked about it. Again, to, to hear, you know, the team draft someone and he was like, yeah, I was just watching Keenan Allen film like a week ago. Like, that's amazing to hear. And he plays like he watches Keenan Allen. He's going to be that type of receiver uh, for the Chargers. And, you know, if they weren't able to get a guy who ran a 4-3 something, a low 4-4, then at least they got another guy who knows how to get open without having to be an elite athlete. It's awesome. It means really good things for this team and I'm just super excited for the season to get here or just training camp of some sort in general to watch KJ Hill get on the field and do what he does against these defensive backs so that's it for this podcast guys that was my instant reaction for all four of the Chargers draft picks today on day three look out tomorrow where I will be releasing my overall thoughts on the entire draft class uh, my grades on each prospect including my final grade for the entire draft haul it's going to be a ton of fun. Uh, I can't say it was the most amazing draft in the world that had me hooting and hollering the whole time through, but the Chargers ended up getting some really good players. And I think if there's a theme at all with the players they got, it's they all have huge upside and they can all do a bunch of different stuff. And at the end of the day, when you look back at it, they were all Chargers picks. They were just exactly some of the guys that you saw Tom Telesco and Lynn probably going after um, during this event. So, that's it, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in to the latest episode of Chargers Lately. I am your host, Michael Peterson. If you guys don't already, please go ahead and follow me on Twitter at Zone Tracks. That's spelled Z-O-N-E-T-R-A-C-K-S. Go ahead to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you guys get your podcasts. Leave a review. It'd be great. Five-star review. Like, subscribe, everything. It's always greatly appreciated. And uh, like I said, be on the lookout for tomorrow's episode. Uh, there's going to be tons more draft content coming tomorrow. And whether it's tomorrow or the next day, I will be going over uh, the undrafted free agents because that's one of the more fun things that we get to do once the draft is finally over. So with that being said, guys, take care, and I'll talk to you guys later.